Hey guys, it's Pragya. And Charlotte, and we're the Breakout Room. We're going to be talking about the biggest mistakes we made during our first year today, but first I have an exciting announcement. We are starting the Breakout Room Chats. This is a place where you get advice from us over Zoom. We want to be available to you guys as a resource to answer all of your questions and just chat about anything on your mind. We're hosting these monthly, and our first one is this Tuesday, May 26th, from 4 to 5 p.m. The Zoom link is in our Instagram bio at the Breakout Room Podcast. Also follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts because you get first access to new episodes right when they're released and you get to stay updated with all the exciting episodes we have planned. So today we are going to be talking about the biggest mistakes we made during our first year. It's about to get real messy because we spill a lot about our lives. Some of the topics are more serious like maybe sometimes planning too much and not diversifying and exploring our options but Others are more lighthearted and messy, like Tinder and how we get boys. Not really successfully yet, though. (laughs) We're going to talk about what we've learned from them, so hopefully you don't make the same mistakes we did. And we also hope you get a good laugh out of them, because we sure did not at the time. But we laugh about it now. It, It wasn't funny in the moment. It's funny for the other person. The first mistake I made was that I planned way too much. I created this image in my head of what I wanted to be without even knowing any information about what I was getting myself into. And I know I've talked about this before, but when I came in, I wanted to be a stat major, which is crazy if I think about it now, because my reality was so quickly crushed after my first college math class. I know you were so into statistics, like you had it all planned out. I know. I literally told my high school stat teacher that I wanted to be a stat major and that I was going to be an actuary um, just because they made enough money. But also, like, you can make the same amount doing better things. <laughs> no offense to anyone who's actually an actuary. All respect to you because I can't do that. I thought I was good at math, but m- not at that level. Not good enough. <laughs> just kidding. Okay, you didn't have to come at me like that. <laughs> okay, anyways, um, I... Then I knew I wanted to do comm. Well, I still do, but there's so many different aspects to it. I really needed my first year to explore all the different paths I could take. It just isn't worth having a fixed mindset because you're going to grow and change. You can come in with a general idea, but don't hold yourself back from new opportunities. You might just run into unexpected possibilities. So start pursuing your passions instead of what you think they are or what you want them to be. Um... Just try to find what makes you happy. I think you will know because when you're passionate about something, it will bring inspiration into your life and you'll kind of get into this flow where it doesn't really feel like work anymore. You're really enjoying it. And yeah. Yeah, my first mistake is pretty similar to that. So I came in pre-med without like any thought in my mind of exploring anything else. This obviously became an issue when I took three classes related to pre-med my first semester. I took biochem and this healthcare class and this cancer class, actually. It was four classes. And then I hated all of them. So I had to like then scramble and figure out what else I was going to do next semester. And then I thought, oh, I'll just do CS or comp since that's what everyone else is doing. Um, I'm glad that I like calm, but CS was not for me, but I became lucky. I think what I should have done is take a variety of courses and diversify 
That's what my comm professor always talked about. What you should do is take a variety of courses. I do recommend Calm 1800. It was like all around a helpful class, even if you don't want to do Calm. But just don't get stuck on one idea and not explore your options because college classes and high school classes and even your interest are so different and you don't know exactly what you're going to do in the future. Like two thirds of people change their major for a reason. So don't take biochem and healthcare and a cancer class all at once like I did. So yeah, like I knew college and high school classes were completely different, but I didn't even really understand how different they were. I thought that college classes were just going to be harder, um, kind of taught in the same format, just more stress basically, but it's completely different. Professors teach in such different ways that you're going to come across certain subjects that you hated in high school, but you're going to love in college. Like for me, I really hated English in high school, but that was honestly because of the format I was taught in. In college, there's so much more exploratory. You get to have so many discussions. So I think that, well, I personally really value the thinking process and the brainstorming before writing, and that makes it so much easier for me to write. Like my entire life, I thought I was really bad at writing when instead I just didn't know how to think about my topics and gather my thoughts correctly before writing an entire paper on it. So definitely take a huge variety of classes in college because you don't know what you're going to expect. Um, We have so many class recommendations from all different departments. So if you're trying to fit something in your schedule or like you have extra room and you don't know what to take, definitely come to us for some course recommendations because Pragya and I have taken some like some of the most interesting classes that you would have never thought to take. And some of the worst classes. Another thing about high school is that you, I think there's a better connection with the teachers. So I feel like, High school classes, it's less about the content and more about like whether you have a good teacher that can make you like the content more. While in college, you get to learn the material in a deeper way that really shows whether you enjoy the subject. Yeah, and also in high school, there was kind of a standard curriculum where all the teachers had to follow because they tried to standardize teaching as much as possible within your state. But in college, the professor can literally do whatever they want. So if you feel that personal relationship with your professor or you just like feel somewhere clicking, you can go to their office hours and really explore what you want to do in life. You can talk to them about anything and they can be your personal mentors. So my second mistake is not academic related, but I think it's really important to really look into and reflect on your personal relationships. And mine was being too attached to others for the sake of history. Um, And then what that means is basically I knew that someone wasn't good for me anymore, but I still stuck with them because I felt comfortable or I had that history with them that I didn't want to leave behind. Um, So... This can range from friendships to romantic relationships. It was just basically all the people in my life. I was always looking for ways to get closure, which first of all, you do not need because moving on is enough for closure. And Mm -hmm. then secondly, I would always feel guilty about ended relationships when I know it just wasn't my fault. I would be like, oh, why did they stop talking to me? Um, I knew it wasn't my fault, but then over time, as I thought about it, I'd always guilt trip myself into reaching out again, which I feel like is 
such a big mistake because there's a reason why people leave your life and sometimes you just need to let them go if they're not reaching out to you and they're not catching up so why should you why should you invest more into the relationship than them if they don't want to be a part of my life it's totally okay it's college people move on you realize in college who really matters you have to actively reach out to people to stay connected so it's okay to grow apart you know sometimes people are there for specific seasons of your life and if you outgrow them which often happens it's okay to let them go it says nothing about your character or their character it's just life yeah so my second point is also related to that but it's a it's actually kind of the opposite so I have trouble keeping in touch with my friends from before and just talk to people for an extended period of time I tend to not keep in touch easily if people aren't reaching out to me actively which is bad but it's hard to reach out when you're living like a completely different life and have other friends and responsibilities and activities. And I feel like I've changed so much and we don't have things in common anymore that it's a little awkward. But don't worry about it too much. If you do care about those friendships, please make some time for them and don't get so caught up in your college life that you're not like reaching out to those people if you want to keep a connection. If you feel like you've grown apart, like that's completely okay. And Charlotte said it so well, like some people are, it's okay if you outgrow them, like they were meant for a specific time in your life and they might not have that purpose anymore. But don't forget about them just because your life is crazy at college. Like, Make sure you're doing it for the right reasons, I guess. I think this is such a learning moment for us because it kind of gives you a glimpse of what's going to happen in your adulting future. When you're adults, you don't really get to see the same people over and over again. Like once you graduate, it's kind of sad. Like, yeah, high school graduation was sad because you don't see the same people anymore. But when you graduate college, it gets even sadder because you're going out into the real world and doing Mm -hmm. jobs at different places you're gonna have kids it's gonna be so much harder to just drive to someone's house and visit them Um, so I think it's really important to sometimes just shoot a quick text being like hey how are you haven't talked to you in a long time like that's not weird at all I don't think why anyone would think that's weird I know it might seem weird when you're in high school but in college that's totally normal I literally had a friend last week just text me and be like can we FaceTime and I'm like sure I'm And like, honestly, I felt bad because I wish I was the one who had the courage to do that because sometimes I forget as well. And I think it's so important to stay connected with people, especially during this time. Yeah, I think when you go to college, you're still in touch with your high school friends in a way that you come back home for breaks and you still get to see them and stuff. And it's usually people don't leave to go that far away and you're still hanging out. But when you leave after college, people are going to move all over the country you're not going to have things in common like at all anymore, except like the past you guys shared. So it's a good thing to learn how to still be friends when you're not together. So this next point is kind of funny. Um, We have so much to say about it because I don't know, like in college, Tinder is just a thing. Yeah, we've been like so serious for the last two points. So we wanted to throw a lighthearted one in there. 
Yeah, you kind of get like an online dating shock in college. You realize that you kind of need it to find new people. It's um, so prevalent in college. Yeah, definitely. And hookup culture, but it, you decide if it's for you. Yeah, because um, no one did it in high school because like you would just see the people you already knew. But in college, there's so many people you don't know that you just everyone uses it. Do you know that, um, like, that popular high school group that would always just hook up with each other? Like, yes, they would about? rotate. <laughs> yes, yes, and they would go, oh my goodness, every single prom or every single high school dance, they would just switch partners. It was so disgusting to OMG. me. That was literally the first glimpse of hookup culture in my life, and I didn't even realize that. That's, I could never. I don't know why that thought that was okay. I was like, I'm not into that. Why would I be into that? But in college, it kind of evolves. It it becomes more lighthearted. It's less weird. And no one knows. Yes, no one knows. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's kind of nice. Not um, that it's an issue, but sometimes you don't want all the people around you knowing all of your business. Yeah, yeah it's just I, some things are better left private. <laughs> Yeah, like, I feel like if I want to share, I should be able to share with you. But if I don't want to share, like, in high school, everyone knew everything. And it's not like that in college. I think Tinder affected me more than I realized. Um, I think it's very important to talk about because it was a big phase in my life. It sounds a little bit weird, but college is huge on hookup culture. There's no problem if you're not into that. But I just didn't realize what I was getting myself into. Mm -hmm. Um, I've realize that I want to be more intentional with the connections I create in life um that's just the phase I'm entering right now different people are in different seasons of life like it was fun for a while but it's just kind of sad now I know people try to make tinder like so lighthearted, like it doesn't mean anything it's all for fun but like it actually affects you like I maybe it doesn't affect the boys but like I feel like if I get, like, rejected or something, like, I'm sad about it, even though, like, the person means nothing to me, you know? Oh, no, I, I did, I always did the ghosting. <laughs> this is about to take a dark turn, because I'm about to get real here. Oof, okay. So, um, the tension was nice for a bit, until they kind of re- revealed too much about their life, and then you realize they're there because they want attention and support that they don't get in their daily lives, and then you're just, like, huh, maybe you just need a therapist. And them seeking it through girls is just not why I want to be there. Like, I'm there for a good time, not to be your mom or your Yeah, I don't know how you did it. Like, I was so good about, like, not sharing anything about my life. And I made sure they didn't share. Like, you're too nice. Like, you listen. Like, I would just laugh in their face. (gasps) Oh, I always listen. I'm always there to listen. But I think No, but that's so much burden. Like, I couldn't – I can't deal with all that information. I don't think it's a burden as much, but I do think that it says a lot about their character. And if they have an inability to open up to people who love them and are close to them in their lives, but they're able to open up to a complete stranger, it kind of says something about their maturity and their relationships that they have in their life. Yeah. Um, Like some of them were really great people, just lost and broken, but like, aren't we all? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i hope if you're stop- listening you're not broken yet oh. <laughs> um 
like if we just stopped hiding all that hurt with hookup culture and we focused on developing meaningful connections we would just all be a little less sad like don't you think i think they're just scared i don't think they're ready for that and they they use hooking up as a way to like cope but that's not an effective way to like deal with that stuff my therapist would not approve (laughs) that is not a good coping mechanism yeah but I think they're just scared to open up to people and have it develop develop into something and then they get hurt yeah I think it definitely takes personal experiences to learn and grow through I think hookup culture is a phase in life I don't think people stay in it for the rest of their lives it just depends on how fast you can grow how mature Mm -hmm. you get over time um I mean completely honest like full transparency I used it as a way to heal from the hurt I experienced in life like sort of thinking I was never good enough or from my past experience of being taken advantage oh that sounds so sad (laughs) okay um (laughs) Yeah, it's the truth, but we do need to break those barriers down with healthier healthier coping mechanisms. Um, I don't know, I've just been journaling a lot recently and just diving into the into why I feel the things I feel and why I do the things I do. I've realized that it was a huge learning process in my first year. I don't regret it at all because it's just a part of life. Um, why am I not surprised that you've been journaling? <laughs> I journal all the time. I think you should. You know, like sometimes... I tried. Because I used to do this thing where I would push everything down and then have it burst, but then it would burst at the most inconvenient times. And I'd be like, I don't have time for this. So if I like release a little bit of steam every single day, then I don't have to burst, basically. I just start talking about nothing. And then it's like a long journal entry, like completely irrelevant. Sometimes it's that's okay. I think... What I do is like prompted journaling, like I focus on a specific topic and I set a timer and I'm like, I'll write about everything Mm. I do. And I also learned in social psych, like the more time you spend thinking about your thoughts and writing them down, the more organized they become. And then once you organize them on paper, you kind of organize them in your brain, like you distance Mm -hmm. yourself from it and you get to learn from it. So motivational. Maybe we'll have an episode of me interviewing Charlotte on how she does life. How I do. I need to interview you. I feel like we do life differently, but we do it in the way it works for us. Oh my god, we should have an episode called How We Do Life. <gasps> I love that. Maybe next week, honestly. <laughs> if you want that. Um, but more specifically, I was talking to this boy for a really, really long time, like my whole first year. <laughs> and, and I was comfortable because I was going through a really tough time. And I think my inability to open up with him said a lot about who we were, like the fact that I was with him for so long, but I didn't feel comfortable enough to share about my life or that I would think that he didn't care, which he probably doesn't, but that's okay. I was in a situation where I felt powerless and being with him made me feel safe. Like it was just, it was like a security blanket. (laughs) Um, <laughs> it's okay. Like it wasn't anyone's fault. I don't blame him at all. I don't think he has any. I don't think he did anything wrong. I think it was the right thing to do in the moment. Yeah, 
it was it was a good learning experience it helped me heal like it was part of the process and like I said before some people are there for specific seasons of your life and you will know when it's time to move on and with that being said like right now I am in a season of life where I want to be intentional with the people I give a piece of myself to like I am acknowledging how I've outgrown the situation and it's okay to want more out of relationships if a guy just wants to hook up with you it's okay to leave um you're worth more and it's okay to not be with him anymore Um, yeah I think we all struggle with staying around for too long yes because oh I like that like when you stay in a situation for too long and you're not growing out of it, why are you in it at all? Yeah. And I know we're saying this right now, but we like still deal with this stuff. I know Charlotte and I like still have trouble yeah. like getting out of stuff. I know it's hard mm-hmm. and I know we're just like saying that, but maybe we should try more that if someone is not serving the purpose that they were before, then maybe it's time to move on. Yeah. Um, the maturity to intentionally date someone is so important for me. Like, it's something I look for in a guy now, and I would have never said that, like, a month ago. Um, mm-hmm. I just... We just didn't look at boys. We were like, yeah, no, like, everyone sucks. Charlotte's always mm-hmm. like, oh, all boys are horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just the way I was treated growing up. Um, yeah, but you can notice it. You can notice it a lot better than I can, like when someone's there for the right reasons. Oh, absolutely. I think that when people hurt me, I learn more out of each situation. And it's it's good to also like when I evaluate your boys, I'm not emotionally invested. So it's easier for me to be like, oh, he sucks. (laughs) (laughs) All of them suck? Oh, (laughs) no, I I think. Can you think of one good one? Um, take that as a no anyways you know I find good things in everyone I think everyone has the ability to be good I cannot believe you just said that (laughs) I'm okay anyways that's just my personal experience with boys my first year it's okay if you were looking to just have fun that was completely me there's nothing up all like there's nothing wrong with that at all as long as you're happy and it serves you in a positive way and it's consensual then we are happy for you and I'm going to move on now because it's getting really deep um which I never have a problem with because I get into really deep conversations (laughs) sometimes we'll be having like a laughing moment and then I'll just say something and the entire room stops stares at me and it's like oh okay it's like every day it's not sometimes it's every day (laughs) <laughs> I'm just a thoughtful thinker. Call me the next Aristotle. <laughs> anyway, I can't believe I said that. <laughs> my third point is not realizing my self-worth and my wants and goals. And like, I was so used to taking whatever because I didn't think I could do any better. So I kind of just accepted like any attention I got because I was like, oh, I should be grateful. They're obviously Wait. like, I totally relate. I totally relate. Yes. Remember when, like, I just didn't like the boys I was with? Like, I would be in relationships with people that I didn't like because they were nice to you. So you were like, I have, like, how I'm not going to do any better. Like, he likes me so much. Mm -hmm. I need to learn how to like him. But that's not how it works. Yeah. Sometimes you just don't click with someone. 
Yeah, but I just kind of like accepted any attention I got. I was looking for more, but I didn't think that more would ever come into my life. Yes, we need to accept that if we want more, we will get more and we demand more. Yeah, like I don't think I should settle like I used to. No, absolutely not. But sometimes you're just lonely and you just like want something. But I think yeah, if you keep doing that, you're never going to find what you want. Yeah, because the problem is you're going to spend time settling and that wasted time settling could be an opportunity to make someone who's actually willing to make yeah. the sacrifices. It's an you. opportunity for you to grow as a person and meet someone who's also grown like you are. Yeah. And I used Tinder a lot. And I mean, yeah, like when you're in that situation, you're not thinking about finding someone in a relationship. You're just like, whatever. And I was like, this is the best I can do. No one's looking for anything. I'm never going to find anyone. But it was just like a negative space for me, Tinder, and I just overthought things a lot. Like, I know they weren't thinking about it that much, but I just I just didn't like how it worked. It just kind of converted everything into numbers. Like once I hit a thousand matches, <laughs> I literally screenshotted it and I was like, OMG. Um, yeah. But it just quantifies things, which... I don't think relationships can ever be quantifiable. Like, it shouldn't be. Also, it shouldn't be based on, like, how cute your, like, first picture is, you know? Like, the when you meet the person, like, the love of your life, you're not gonna... You don't describe them in numbers. Yeah. And yeah. you don't describe them in numbers. You describe them with their personality traits, not with, like, oh, they're a seven or they're a nine or whatever. <laughs> also, it's so <laughs> awkward when you're hanging out with a Tinder date. And you both know, like, what you're there for. Like, you did this. Like, you yes. set it up. It wasn't organic. Like, you literally, like, like you know you're both there for the same reason. And mm-hmm. it's so awkward if you, like, actually think about that. Like, it's so weird that you guys met like that. You know what I mean? No, I totally get it. Because I will – boys will take me out to dinner. I'll have a nice meal, a nice chat. And then they're, like, staring at me, you know? with that look like I'm waiting for something more but then you're just like I'm just here to have a good time like I'm having I'm trying to eat (laughs) yeah like the expectations are way too high I'm I just hug and leave sure I know what what do you mean sure I have hugged and leave very much so okay remember (laughs) the guy do you remember ice cream date oh (gasps) Yes. Literally hugged and left. I was so proud. Remember, that was the day that you dragged me with you and I sat in the Starbucks. I sat in the Starbucks and I waited for you for two hours. Yeah, because tender people don't want to like, I just feel like less people want to go out. Like more people want to just like either come to your room or like meet like at a bar or something. So for someone to like take me out on a cute ass date, like I didn't, I was just like nervous about it. Also, to all our people listening, do that for your friends. Please make sure they're safe. Yeah. And she was at Starbucks. She studied the whole time. I walked right back to her and we did our own thing. (laughs) It was kind of cute. She was so mad. She did not want to come. I was not mad. I was snapping my boy too, but... It was funny because, like, she was fine, like, walking to Starbucks, but the ice cream shop is, like, a little far away. So she had to walk past Starbucks to drop me at the ice cream place and walk back to Starbucks. 
You literally wouldn't walk from the Starbucks to the ice cream place. You made me walk with you. I almost canceled. It was already there. I think it was also like your first date, like your first real date. OMG, why was that my first real date in college? My first real date in college was December. I mean, yeah, I was talking to people before and I I actually came in talking to a person but we didn't go on dates. We were already kind of friends. So it was it was weird to like separate like friendship and like being a thing. So we never went on any dates. So I guess that was my first date. I haven't you actually don't go on that many dates in college unless you like really I do. try. I'm a queen of getting dinner out of boys. I'm so scared to like to actually talk to people. Like <laughs> it's strangers. not that hard. I hate it. I, like, just want to, like, go to the stage where, like, people are comfortable. I just, I hate first dates with a passion. I think that that comes later in our episode when we talk about how to get boys. Let's talk about how you get boys. Okay, let me finish. Sorry, that was kind of aggressive. But (laughs) I was just saying that meeting people at parties and Tinder isn't ideal. So, like... It's, like, my bad for, like, trying to make it ideal and, like, change the boys. Like, I thought, like, I could change that. Yes, it is your bad. I I thought, like, oh, this is a hookup place. They're coming for a hookup, but I can make them, like, like, it was just, it was just bad. And I realized that I need to, like, stop chasing and let things come to me. Like, it was just, like, a personal journey and realizing that, like, I'm worth the effort. Like, I don't have to go seeking all the time. Like, I should expect, like, cute dates and dinner, not just, like, meetings yes. wherever. And, like, but that comes with experience. You can't just get to that phase without getting through all the stuff that I think Charlotte and I went through. And mm-hmm. I think realizing wants comes with, like, realizing what you don't want and what doesn't work for you. You can't really speed yeah. up the process, and it's going to be ongoing. I mean, me and Charlotte are, like, not – we're not in relationships. We're obviously, like, not, like, completely – we don't really know. It's like an ongoing process and that's okay. Because yeah. life is an ongoing process. That is true. <laughs> but I have a theory about how you let boys come to you when they're players. And like they start liking you. If you follow my five steps that I have written down in my notes. And I send it to my friends all the time. Number one, hook them. Talk to them consistently and very quickly for a couple of days. Send them cute pictures and, like, keep it engaging and, like, make them, like, actually... Like, if they don't like you as a person, then, like, there's not much I can do about that. But then number two, like, if you guys are not vibing in the first place, like, not even slightly, then, like, then, like, I just don't know what to tell you. But... (laughs) (laughs) I'm being... um, I'm just telling you guys, like, I'm being enlightened by this right now because she's never told me this. (laughs) So you first, like, talk to them consistently. You know how, like, guys tend to leave you when you're, like, right, like, getting into it. So this is, like, me doing it backwards. No, I don't get left. I know that. That's not the point. The point is you don't talk to players in the first place. So I don't know why you're saying anything. Your boys are always so nice. You pick them, like, okay. You pick them good. Because I'm a player. <laughs> OMG. So this is for people, like, Charlotte's type is different, but this is where people who want to get the men who are the players, like, who don't, like, want anything. And sometimes you just end up liking them, and there's nothing you can do, so I'm going to show you how you can get them. 
Anyways, number two, leave them on red for a long time, abruptly, in the middle of the conversation, and ignore them. Like, I know that sounds unconventional, but it works because they're left thinking about you and they're like, what's going on? Why did she just leave me in the middle of the conversation? Like, she could have easily replied to that. And leave them on delivered. Oh, you leave on delivered, so not open. Not opened. Opened. Okay. Open. Don't give them the satisfaction of you. Oh, wow. Wait, let me think about it. (laughs) I think you leave them unopened right away. Unopened. Okay. Yeah. All right. Then they know that you're not busy. Huh. Yeah. So they know you did that on purpose. But if you're leaving them undelivered, that's also okay. Number three, if you're leaving them undelivered, post a cute selfie or put something on your story so they know it's on purpose. So they know you're ignoring them. That would break my heart. No. Okay, that's the purpose. Like, you're supposed to break their heart. That's how how you get them to like you. Like, Hmm. they, they think they can get whatever the they want. Like, this is how you become the player, basically. Well, all I, like, what I do is that I just, I leave them undelivered until Snapchat deletes the snap for me. No, it would be better if you kept posting and open it and let them know they're not worth it. True. I leave people, you know, sorry, this is like an interjection, but some boy I left undelivered for a month, like, Snapchat deleted the post after, and then he snapped me again. OMG. Okay, go on. <laughs> when you're that <laughs> captivating i think you're so good like people anyone can like open up to you and i think people you just like make them feel comfortable and they you make them like feel close to you whereas like yeah. i'm like super standoffish all the time anyways step four five to ten hours after you leave them on read or delivered or even the next day like that's actually better hit them up like nothing happened and like talk so normal just be like Put it on them. Be like, hi, how have you been? (laughs) Just, like, act like it didn't happen at all. Like, act like they did it. Like, it's, like, like nothing. Just be like, hey. And don't bring it up ever. Like, don't bring that up. (gasps) Oh, like, it, okay. See, what I do, like, the problem is when I leave guys on open, they immediately, like, double snap me or triple snap me. They're just like, that's where you go. Oh. And then you open the message where they have wrote you like two sentences or a paragraph and you don't answer to it. You just say, hey. So you do that? Yeah, I do that. Or I won't even say, hey, I'll just send them a cute selfie and they think it's streaks or something. Not streaks, oh. but like they'll think like it's a mass message. Like completely ignore them. The guys never send me mass messages. Well, yeah. I don't, I don't send mass messages. No, I do. Oh, I don't snap people, though. I don't send mass messages, but sometimes I'll ignore a lot of people. Then I'll just send, like, a cute selfie to, like, five people at once. Yeah. If, I let, if I'm if i snapping you, it's you're something because I hate snap. Snap is so stupid. It's like a process. So you're going back to step one. You're talking consistently again and quickly. Not quickly, but, like, at a like a pretty nice pace. Last step. Step five, don't do it too often or it loses value. Yeah, you got to like surprise them. 
Like, it should come out of nowhere. But I've gotten to the point personally where I have done it so much with this one boy. Like, he was such a player, and now he's, like, wrapped all over my finger. Is it who I think it is? Yeah, I do it all the time. I hope he's not listening. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) I hope his friends are not listening either. That would be awkward. No, but now it's gotten to the point where, like, it's not even surprising for him. Like, I just get bored and I just leave him on red. I've actually been leaving him on red recently, like, for so long. And he still answers me back whenever I want. Like, but the good thing is, after doing this process and having them show attention to you, like, I understand how much I don't want them in the first place. Like, I only wanted them because they act so, like, superior and cool and cute. <laughs> but, like, when they actually started talking to me and, like, making moves, I realized that they, like, don't have a substance at all and they try so hard. But, like, it's just not there. So that's one way to either, like, get the boy or, like, get over it if you're looking to do either one or both. I guess. I mean, I guess that's one way to do it. I definitely realized that I I am the player. This is how you become the player. I have already become the player. This is for the listeners. Okay, my point, though, is that this is not what I'm looking for. Yeah, that's how you know. Like, if you are looking, like, that's how I know that I don't, like, that's not why I liked them in the first place and that I'm not talking to them again. No, either you like the boy or get them, or you realize that they're just boring and you only liked them because they were, like, either cute or, like, they got all the girls in the first place and you had, like, some kind of ego thing. So that's a good way to, like, figure out which one it is and do both. And now I'm, like, over it. Like, I liked him once and now I'm over it. So the moral of the story is no matter what, you will develop self-value out of this. Yeah, like you're going to figure out like which one it is. It's a win-win situation. Like either you become a bad bitch or like you get the boy. Like there's no losing. Unless the guy leaves you on red or delivered. But don't let it happen ever. No, you always leave before you get left. Yeah, and you can tell when you get left. So you guys just have to be more careful and like, Remember what I told you? Like, honestly, it's less about you leaving them. It's more powerful when you're you straight up tell them you're not what I'm looking for anymore. And then it hits them finally. Yeah, I think that's good for like, more developed relationships where you guys have hung out a few times. But if you are just talking to the person like, it's okay if you stop talking to them, you don't owe them anything. If it makes you feel better, like, sometimes it's better to like straight up tell them like you're not what I'm looking for but if you don't feel comfortable doing it or you don't think it's needed then like you do what's best for you this is not for when you guys have been talking for a while like I don't think there should be any ghosting taking place when there's like an actual thing going on you know what I mean like that doesn't give you any power that just makes you look weak yes I completely agree with that. Yeah, this was just, like, a fun little thing. Like, if you know a boy, like, the the boy I knew, I snapped him out of nowhere. Like, Yeah, because that's because I asked you to. I asked you to do that. She asked for a favor, and then I, like, I, like, started Snapchatting him, and I, like, backed out of the favor. Yes, you backed <laughs> out of favor. And I still kept talking to him. 
we we came to the conclusion that like what we were thinking wasn't right like a lot of times we'll talk at like 2 a.m and what we're saying makes sense in the moment but then it like doesn't make sense the next day so i had already started snapchatting him at 2 a.m but can you one day actually can i one day actually i want to but i stopped talking to him remember maybe i'll talk to him again just for you okay please i will (laughs) tonight okay I'll bet you a dollar. I'm not betting you, though, because I lost the last bet, too. You did not pay me either, so... I'm not paying you. <laughs> but Charlotte's really good at, like, finding people, and, like, she just, like, thinks more. Like, my point was kind of, like, funny and stuff, but, like, Charlotte knows how to do the deep thinking, so I'm just going to ask her a few questions that I have had in my mind, and I just want to know... <laughs> So how do you meet boys not at a party? Like, how do you find nice boys and how do you make it not awkward? Okay, so people ask me this all the time because I think that it's important to have a real connection to boys. Like, you have to embrace the process of meeting people organically. You know what I mean? Yeah, okay. Like, you, if, you, if you're afraid of the process, like, the awkwardness is all part of the fun. Like, that's fun, you know? Why? That's kind of... <laughs> that's kind of when you know, like, they like you. It's awkward. But <laughs> what if they don't like you? And that's... Then they're not the one. I, that's not a question. Okay, I'll, I'll just keep going with my point, and then you can ask questions about it later. Okay. I think that if you are actually trying to find a life partner, or not that I'm saying you should because we have too much time left in our lives for that right now, <laughs> but if you're actually looking for a relationship, the whole talking game is not worth it. Like, do you really want to be with someone who didn't like you in the first place, but they now like you because of some, like, ego or i don't know just some like manipulation tactic sort of like yeah you want it to be real you know if they really want you they will pursue you and they won't they will want you so much that they won't take the chance of you leaving to find out that they actually want you they will like you from the get-go the game is really tiring to me and if you like me you better tell me or i will just move on (laughs) like i always do i will like i hold that to a T, like, I will just move on. I don't sit there. It's so much harder. It's so much harder to find guys this way, but, like, you need to do what you got to do. Like, you can't be, like, playing games forever and just, like, talking to random boys and, like, not having it mean anything. Yeah, like, I don't just sit there and make up stories in my head of what the guy might feel because if he's not giving me his time of the day, then he clearly doesn't want me bad enough, basically. Yeah, that's so right. And he's not ignoring you because he doesn't like you. He's nor- he's ignoring you because he doesn't like you. And he you don't mean that much <sighs> to him. And that's the harsh truth. <laughs> I'm saying yeah. it out loud right now. It's nothing. I don't think it's nothing you did. Like, it's not that he no. doesn't like you. Like, you just, you just don't mean anything. <gasps> that's how like, it works. No, 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 like in his brain. Yeah, he yeah. has other things, and he, in that moment of his life, yeah, doesn't view you as someone, yeah, that he's gonna like be with. 
And don't think mm-hmm. you can build up to that. If it's not like that in the beginning, yeah. like don't be like sharing all your stuff and like trying to make it happen, thinking like, oh, if he talks to you a few more times, like he'll realize like what an amazing person you are. Like it doesn't work like that. I think different people are in different stages of their life. And you can't really yeah. like force someone to like move from one stage to the next. Like me and Charlotte were not in this stage that we are right now forever. We were actually in a completely different stage. And I think that's yeah, okay. That's why these are our biggest mistakes because we are teaching you them. Yes. Um, yeah, I've had boys like come to me, like they'll be texting me. And then sometimes I just won't text them. Not because I'm busy, but just because I <laughs> didn't care enough to text back. Yeah. Like, I didn't like them back as much as they liked me. And um, like someone texted me, they're like, can you just text me back because oh, I don't sure. like how you wait so long. Like, I'm always wondering when's the next time Charlotte will text me. I'm just like, oh, that's kind of sad. But, like, boy, you need, you need to get a life because if you're waiting for my text. <laughs> I know. Like, that's just sad. Obviously, you're not in, like, thinking you two are the same thing. So that's something, yeah. like, you have to get better at reading the signals. Yeah, and I think that I want someone who has who is as grown as me now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I want them mature. But how do you turn a friendly connection into something more? Like, I don't know how to do that. It sounds hard, but it really isn't. I'm a strong believer in whatever's meant to be will be. So, like, it will come into your life and you will know. I really miss the butterflies I used to feel in high school when I had a cross. I I like like a crush like I don't think I've had one in such a long time but you often develop feelings after being friends with someone for a while unless you hit it off immediately but that's so rare but I do think the beginning stages of a friendship are so important in developing a strong relationship you can't be romantically linked to someone without the foundations of a friendship so the more time you spend with them it's bound to go somewhere basically and what I mean is that you will begin to learn more about them they will tell you more about themselves and you will probably actually find out if they're looking to date or anything just because of how the conversation flows like you like when you're friends with someone you talk about past relationships and then you kind of take pieces from that and you learn if you're compatible with each other and then if something clicks then you both know but what if you don't want to ruin the friendship and what if you don't know how to go from the friend dynamic into something more i think that it takes a leap of faith like, if they're worth enough? Yeah. You have to think if it's worth it. But I do think that if, like, if you like someone so much that you're willing to risk your friendship, then they must, like, you must love them to a point where they must love you back. You know what I mean? Like, you wouldn't love someone that you don't think they would love you back. I think you can love someone if you don't think they're going to love you back. But I think... Yeah, but also if you love someone, then they must be deep of friends enough that if they don't like you, they will be honest enough to tell you and it wouldn't ruin the friendship. Hope not. But like, I just haven't done that because I'm scared. Or if I have done that, it has ruined the friendship. Um, then they just weren't meant to be. And you must move on. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've moved on. I don't care, but I just think you guys need to be careful with when you make the move and if it's the right move to make. I've never been scared of making the move, though. Like, if something clicks, I I don't know. I just know. 
like I don't lose sleep over it it's like if I like someone I'll just be like I like you and I think why don't you shoot your shot like you're gonna have friends forever like if it doesn't work out it doesn't work out but you still learn from that and you're gonna be fine so I think you should just go for it like don't be scared you're gonna be living in regret forever exactly like if if the friendship is ruined because you admitted your feelings for them then they're not as close of friends as they should have been like they clearly you you clearly don't mean enough for them to stick around because I think that the importance of friendship is growing with each other and it's okay to admit feelings and if the other one doesn't reciprocate then they should still be respectful of that and that doesn't change the friendship at all like yeah it means that they're just not mature enough to accept the fact that I know and if it doesn't end well then like if they don't even try to be friends with you after then they obviously like didn't care about you as deep like you don't want a friend like that in the first place yeah exactly yeah so I think that it is a win-win situation either way you either find out if they're a real friend or not or you get the love of your life I don't know (laughs) (laughs) Um, also this advice doesn't like doesn't address crushes from afar because that's a thing that I don't understand I love crushes from afar yeah, but they're okay. They're crushes. They're, it's like infatuation. You're not actually liking them. It's yeah, just, I just pretty. like their vibes. Like, I think the only time it like worked for me was, um, the guy I was talking about earlier. The guy who took me to the date. Actually, he hit me up first. Oh, actually, he did hit you up on Tinder, didn't he? The way me and Charlotte have shared boys without knowing is just a little disgusting. Too much. How many? Two now? Two. Sadness. Wait, and another one. The, the third one, not really, but like kind of. You know what I'm talking about? Kind of. Kind of. Okay. Two and a half. It's just getting worse and worse. <laughs> but um, at the end, I think you end up finding out that like your crushes from afar aren't what they like seem to be. Like, mine ended up so bad. Like, we vibed and everything. But there's a difference between like being a friend like... I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It usually doesn't work, but they're fun to have, I think. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We hope you guys learned a lot from our mistakes because we hope you don't have to make the same ones as we did. I don't think I've learned. I think that you should listen to this episode yourself. I will have to listen again and again until it's like in my head. Yeah, you have to learn from me. (laughs) I can be your mentor. I know. I'm going to have to FaceTime you whenever I'm going through anything. You already do. It's okay. <laughs> we can do an episode where you interview me on life. Yeah. <laughs> and as always, please feel free to DM us on Instagram at the Breakout Room Podcast with any questions. Let us know what you would like us to talk about next week. And we also are always there to give you guys advice. Um, the Breakout Room chats are definitely there for you guys as a resource. Come next Tuesday, have a chat with us. We're so excited to see you guys there. Yeah, and if you do enjoy our podcast and like listening each week, please leave us a review or DM us because we love listening to your feedback. Yes. See you soon. Bye.